0: Good afternoon to everybody around the world. Uh, it is the John Bank Show, Bringing Man Out of the Cave. It's that time on Monday, and I'm glad to be back in regular mode uh, in the studios here, actually in the Chamber of Commerce of the West Metro in Casey, South Carolina. My two wonderful co-hosts, Miss Gina Tramarco, host of the Martini Meeting. How are you, Gina?
1: I am
2: awesome on this Monday.
0: That's wonderful. Good to hear you. And also the the long-term co-host, <laughs> Ms. Tiffany Nixon. Wait a How
2: second. How is she long-term and I'm not? No, you're Two permanent.
0: Three, baby. Two out of three. Yeah, you're permanent. <laughs> okay,
2: so I'm the permanent woman, and she's the, just the long-term I could be kicked out at any time. Oh, okay.
0: She's in, though. She's in. We're feeling good. And we're here <laughs> for the John Banks Show, bringing a hand out of the cave. Well, we try to carefully wade through the shallow psyche which is the male mind and the way we act um it was a good uh, vacation two weeks in st augustine uh definitely brought me back refreshed um great to be with our staff and you know none of this could be possible without the man behind the dials mr dustin Gilder. how are you sir
2: fantastic mr banks how are you doing mm-hmm.
0: doing good doing good um we've got uh gonna have some guests today and uh excited about that excited uh, to really I- enjoy some some conversation um with some guests and our first guest today joining us on the line uh is gina maria Forrest. and gina okay, gotcha. has i
2: think you mean i think you mean gail
0: gail, gail. Gail, God, you blew did it, I you that? Blew it already? I, I did it every time we talked this morning, I and I did it then. And
2: you know what, Gail? He blew what? it too right before the show when I went to your blog, which is an awesome blog, GonePuzzle.com. And I'm like, you know, it's Gail.
3: This would be very bad form on a date, John. Don't do this on a date. <laughs> that's why he
2: has us, Gail.
3: That would be my, That's my. That would be my first piece of advice. Make sure you know the woman's name. <laughs>
0: Well, well, Gail, I, I, I've been married for 21 years, so I'm, I'm going to try to stay oh, well. with that with that mode and, and, and hopefully uh, I'll re- keep remembering Pam's name. I keep writing it down, P-A-M-P-A-M, right. P-A-M, so that, that's her. Gail, it is a pleasure to have you with us, and I was able to um, contact you through our wonderful, wonderful world here at Hear Women Talk, and uh, you had answered, actually, um, some of my stuff on um, The Caveman, my group, And I was really interested in what you had to say and very interested in looking at your blog. Gail, can you tell me, how how did you get started? How did this come about?
1: Actually,
3: it came about via my mother, who knows nothing about blogging. But she read an article, and she thinks I'm funny. So she said, (laughs) I think you should start a blog. But I'm like, what's a blog? And I had no idea how to start it. But since she thinks I'm so funny, I pursued it and um, learned how and just started I mean, I had the name Gone Puzzle in my head. It was just like an epiphanous moment when I thought that was just such a great name. And then I just started writing things about what made me cranky because I noticed that all my girlfriends, we were very cranky, very, like, (laughs) And we were getting increasingly cranky and increasingly, like, we didn't (laughs) want children near us in restaurants. We didn't want, you know, we, we didn't want to stand. We didn't want to stand in line. We didn't want to do anything. Oh my God, you know. I'm menopausal. I am too, and I'm oh only thirty-four. Is it possible? I know. So didn't you just realize that you just had no patience for anybody or anything anymore? Yes.
4: I don't think I ever did.
3: Yeah, you know, I might have hit a little. I might have today. gone
4: pausal at birth.
3: But it's almost as if you almost don't care what anyone thinks anymore. Like I think I used to care more what people actually thought of me, and now I care a lot less. So I think that was the sort of starting point, just seeing how all my was becoming and how my friends were becoming. So I just started writing.
0: Well, the so, the uh, uh, it, it's a it's a very interesting blog, and it's also very well written, Gail, and uh, very enjoyable to read. Um, one of our um, bloggers or one of our chatters just told us that she's been menopausal since she was 12 so um, obviously obviously this happens at different times of life for different folks but um, you know Gail in in being able to do this is it, is it really a good um, outlet for you to kind of kind of share what you feel almost some sanity time
3: Oh, yeah, it's great, because then you can just be, you can extrapolate anything that happens to you, like being in traffic, and I don't know, I, anything I can turn into, how it ruined my day, how it made my day, how it disturbed my day. Looking in the mirror is an incredibly disturbing event, and I do, <laughs> I just try, and, I write about looking in the mirror a lot, and how that has changed, you know, that completely changes. How you (laughs) you see yourself? I know anything can be anything in my world can become. It's like someone said I was like Irma Bombeck, you know, just like crabby about everything or just turned everything into an event. So I think, but people relate to it. I think that's the funniest part for me is that they go, "I feel just like that," and that always makes me feel good.
0: Well, you know, it's funny, uh, Gail, I agree with you on that because so many things that I hear even my buddies complain about and I sit there go, What do you think you're the only one? You know, this uh there there are a lot of people that are going through the same type of things. Gail, one of the things that you had answered on my um the caveman group is uh a note that I put in about have the rules of engagement between men and women changed? And uh you had some good thoughts on that, and and I agree with you. As as we get a little older, they do change. And can you kind of kind of reflect a little bit on what you told me on that?
3: Okay, yeah, well, I've been thinking about it since we hung up a little earlier. I'm not sure. Well, I think that women went through a very body period in the '60s and '70s, and they became, well, they didn't become men, but they became much more interactive in dating. And then um, I actually think they've changed back. I mean, I think that men became women. I don't know why, but when <laughs> men, you know, they became, I don't know why they became women. You could answer that. I mean, because we demanded you be more sensitive and yada, 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 and now I personally can't even get anyone to watch a football game with me, but um, I think that women are now becoming a little bit more, what, more like the 1950s about dating, and I think its they're not as outspoken and independent, I think, as we were in the... 60s and 70s and even 80s when I would call up anybody and you know you feel very self empowered and you could ask anybody out anybody out and now we come with so much baggage you know it's hard to do anything you're just immobilized by baggage so I, I think well
0: the I'm go,
3: ahead.
0: For, go ahead you go well I, I you know the the thing that I I seem to have noticed and and something I think I wrote back to you is that um, you know when when people are dating in their their teens and twenties um, i think roles are more traditional in a way of the guy doing most of the asking and and although it seems as i've seen younger people more today that that has turned around a good bit and there's a lot of um, a lot of females making the first step and i have I have no problem with that um, and i think guys have learned to kind of sit back and wait at times for them to do so but I think as you get older, you know, if, if you meet someone and it's it's something that, that feels right, and, you know, if something doesn't happen, I would feel bad if somebody didn't at least make the attempt. And uh, I think uh, people know more about what they want in life, and uh, I think it's, it's good if a woman feels the desire and feel things are right uh, to go ahead and say so. I think what
3: I've noticed is, I, and I actually have written about this, there are so many, and talking to my male friends mostly, they have so many deal breakers that I can't believe that some of them date so much they become what I'd call professional daters, you know, and a lot of them via the internet are professional daters, and they have so many deal breakers that I can't, they'll never find a woman. I mean, I blogged about it, like everything that, one guy told me that if a woman You know how toilet paper can come off the top or the bottom? Mm.
0: Yes, yes. Okay,
3: so one of his deal breakers, I put this in the blog, was if it came off the bottom. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) I mean, how Uh would you know when you're just trying to help the guy by putting a roll of (laughs) toilet paper in his bathroom? Maybe he really. End of the relationship.
2: I think he really just wanted someone to wipe his ass, is what he really wanted.
3: Sounds like that's what he needs. But I mean, I've talked to men. They're so idiosyncratic about what their deal breakers are, and there's so many that um, that shocks me. I don't know how. I actually don't know how aging, older men will ever find anybody.
0: (laughs) Well, I think I think you're right, uh, Gail. I think that uh, a lot of times guys um, have been hurt or have been, you know, as we talk about, you know, once you're once you're over 40 and dating, pretty much everybody's been damaged. You know, everybody's been hurt somewhere in some way, some shape. Um, and I think people can get very set in their ways of, of what they want. And I agree with you on both sides. It's really, um, open minds create opportunities. It's, it's when you, like you said, you have so many hoops to jump through. Uh, I don't, I don't, you know, you you're looking for something that truly doesn't exist.
3: Exactly. So how do you find it? I mean, how then do you find somebody?
0: Well, I think, I think you, you know, on what I tell, what I'll tell my guy friends and all is I said, you know, you, you've got to keep an open mind. You've got to keep your eyes open, um, all the time. You never know when that one person and don't be afraid. It's okay to go on a date and it not work out. You know, this doesn't have to be an absolute perfect, uh, you know, maybe a cup of coffee with somebody may, may tell you something that, um, you know, will will tell you if it's going to work or not. And I, I think I do think too too many men are very picky, and if they're looking for exact, they're they're very rarely going to find it. It's very sad because it closes a lot of doors that may open into something very special.
3: But answer this for me: Do you think the internet? See, I think internet dating has changed the course of dating because it it begs the the grass is greener effect. I mean, I know men that go on dates and before while they're even on the date they're checking to see who contacted them on match.com oh, yeah. while they're on a date
0: you've got to be kidding no uh, I that, swear to God, well, see I
3: know all well, some single men and, this is, and well, before they get home the minute they get home they're looking for the next person
0: well I think it is true I, think that, I, I, I can believe it and, and I think uh, Gail exactly something back to what you said is that they're looking for this perfect being or, or what they assume or what they want it to be. And um the thing about it is well for one thing it opens so many opportunities these the websites that they can go on and 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 also something that the ladies and I've talked about many times here I'm not a big fan of of emailing and 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 social via the keyboard because right. there's nothing like true conversation.
3: But I think I mean ladies are you married or single? Uh, We are not married.
2: It's complicated. We are complicated.
3: (laughs) But but it's hard to meet people the way you... I met both husbands out in public. I mean, you don't meet one in Central Park and one in the Museum of Modern Art, I've had two. But you never meet people that way anymore. Do you meet meet people in real life, like in the real world?
2: You know, I I met my other half um, in a bar late at night. (laughs) <laughs> we'll just leave it at that, and he's been around for nine years. That uh, would, that's
4: an old-fashioned way, a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: <laughs> See, that, I would
4: think that would be the hardest thing about, you know, if you were suddenly single, is where am I going to meet someone? I mean, like you said, John, there's so many opportunities on these websites, it's, it makes it so much easier then to, to actually meet people.
0: I think it does, and I think uh, it. I, that's that again, guys. You know how I feel about it. I, I really believe that you actually have to meet someone. We've we've had so many that had good conversations via email and via this, and then obviously you put them together and they couldn't get along. Uh, you 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 know, I'm the idea of okay, an email or two here. So we've made some sort of contact that we might want to take this further, and I think next next is a phone call. I think you need to be dancing. You need to be uh, calling. as well, I see dancing in person
3: a because online. Have you been, have you ever? Oh, you're married. Have you ever an an old gone on the internet? I know, but I've been on internet dates. Everybody is lying. I mean, that's the bottom line of internet dating. I would I, would
2: I would would concur with, with Gail. I went through the Match.com process for a little while, and I'll tell you. That, the one thing I loved about it was I learned what I did not want to date.
3: So, weren't Did you have so many dates where you just were like, wanted to just go home? Oh, God, yeah. I know. Cause you, I mean, I think the premise of Internet dating is everyone's lying.
2: A lot and of them are, are lying. They're looking for a good time. I mean, maybe it's changed in, in the last few years. I haven't obviously been with someone for nine years, so I haven't done it in a long time. But there was that attitude of, you know, oh, well, you know. Again, I, I'm 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 going to meet several people on Match.com. I'll get back to you.
3: Right, and then they well they also lie. I think women lie about their weight, and men lie about their height. So, yeah,
0: you know. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I know, and I've you. heard
3: so many men who said the same thing. they have gone out with some woman, and they were at the pic- They showed a picture. Maybe they were a hundred yards away, and they looked pretty. <laughs> and, then, and it was just from like the neck up. And then they go on a- I know photoshopped, and then they go on the date, and the woman is like three hundred pounds, and you know didn't look like. It was her picture from her high school yearbook. And it's like, why? Why well, that was why waste
2: your time? The guy's never going to call you back. Right. At least, well, I mean, guy or girl, if you're not going to be honest about it, you are just wasting your time dating.
4: Yeah, I mean, what do they yeah. think that all of a sudden he's going to meet her and say, oh, I like you anyway, even though you look totally different
2: from your picture? You
3: yeah, know, I don't know. A- I mean, do you know? I don't know why anyone would do that.
0: Well, I guess maybe they the-
2: can't face their own fear and failure and can't face their own can't face their own self
0: well i think we should talk about that more right after the break you're (laughs) listening to the john Banks show bringing man out of the cave and putting women in their place or hear women talk (laughs) Hello, everybody. You're back. You're listening to The John Bank Show, Bringing a Man Out of the Cave on the Zeus Radio Network for hearwomentalk.com. Uh, a little housekeeping I didn't take care of in the first quarter is the telephone number. You can call in and talk with us at 646-652-2071, 646-652-2071. You know, we were talking. Um, we have on the line with us a special guest, um, Gail. I at least got that right, Gail. Gail Maria you got Forrest. It good. And, uh, you know, we were talking about online dating and, and talking about, um, you know, the fact that people aren't going to tell you the truth. Um, and I agree with that. And, and that's why I think that if you want to meet someone as far as an initial, you know, a little talk back and forth to see if you're compatible, then I think you either get on the phone or, or meet in person. I think that's the only way. I think taking a relationship much past just uh, a few words that way is a tremendous waste of time for both i've had friends who have you know gone on long relationships via you know emailing back and forth and then when they met yeah, you know, nothing was really what they thought it was
3: right i've had that too i think you have to meet immediately
0: yes uh, i think that uh, i think anything else i think you're robbing each other and i think there's nothing like seeing someone's eyes how they react to a question or a circumstance, and and you've got to be able to make sure you can uh, communicate.
3: Well, I think it becomes Uh, a fantasy. I mean, don't you think it goes into that realm of fantasy?
0: That you keep
3: writing this person, and it becomes like something fantastical in your mind that doesn't exist.
0: Gail, that is the the most accurate statement I've heard on the subject. Period. You're absolutely right. It becomes fantasy. You can you can in your mind you can put in it whatever you like. You can read. All of us know that we read words into words, and you can you can put so much with it that isn't true. And yeah. um, yes, A- and you don't know what these the the person's life is when they're not emailing you.
3: Right, and then you think if something goes wrong, you're like, "Oh, but so and so would understand." You know, it's like the movie You've Got Mail. I mean, somehow that worked out, but it was a movie. It was a movie.
0: You, wait, wait, a second. You're telling me not? It's not how all of those work.
3: I just don't think it. Um, you know, it doesn't always work out that way. You know, Sleepless in Seattle and. You know.
0: Two of my favorite you, movies, by the way. you
3: But, got the, uh, but those, but I mean, we, te- and we teased on the worst movie of, uh, the worst, most denigrating movie of all time for women, Pretty Woman.
1: <laughs> I mean,
3: oh my god, if anything perpetuates Cinderella, which we all know as women know that it's just not a true story, it was Cinder That's it. it was Pretty Woman. I mean, it's like an insult to women. But, Gail, um. Gail, I have to say, I was,
2: I'm browsing your blog really quickly, and I think everybody needs to go read com because you got some funny stuff on there with Cinderella, Scarlett O'Hara, June Cleaver. I think that is just hysterical stuff.
3: Oh, yeah, great moments in great gonepuzzle history, great moments. It's like, what happened to these women after they reached middle age? That's right. the whole section. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's really, really funny. I encourage everybody to
3: read it. Oh, thank you very much.
0: Gail, the second thing that you had replied to me about was a gentleman that um, I think is a friend of yours who, who you describe as a professional dater. Um, you want to tell me a little of his story?
1: Oh, yeah. He has
3: gone out with, I have two friends like this, everywomanunmatch.com. On My one friend has gone out with everywomanunmatch.com in the contiguous United States. This person was only in a tri-state area. He only covered a tri-state area. But every time he'd come back from a date, of course, he slept with everyone on the first date. I have no idea why women are doing this. So he would go on endless. I can't even believe no one could keep up with his dating pace. And then one day, so he meets this woman just recently because I blogged about it. And he's like, well, but he's also dating other women because he can never let go of any of them. And then Mm -hmm. one day, he took this woman away for a weekend, and I called him. I went, well, how'd it go? He goes, we're engaged. Whoa. It was like he just, I know, <laughs> he's known, he goes, we're engaged, and now they're what? all into like rings and things and engagement, and um, I think he's kind of excited. Well, I also think he's been single too long. It's to the right, point where right. I think you can get to the point where it goes from being cute to unattractive. <laughs>
2: so Could it well. be that maybe that he was just not into any of those women, and then all of a sudden he was?
3: No. Oh, okay. He loved every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> he liked all of them. He loved girls. I mean, he loves girls.
0: But, but so he look.
3: was into everybody. I don't really know what separates her from the crowd. But um, Are they I married think, now? No, they're getting married. But it's that line from, did you ever see Legally Blonde, yes. the movie?
5: Of course. Remember
3: when the professor says, do you think she just woke up one day and said, I want to be a lawyer? I mean, I you know, <laughs> it's about little Elle Woods at Harvard. I mean, I think he just woke up one day and went, I want to get married. And she was the one. And she was there. she was there. You know, She was in the
4: radar, yeah. I've heard that before, that when a man reaches a certain point in his life that he's ready to settle down, whoever he's dating at the time, that's the one. She wins.
2: Man wants wife, you. Yeah.
0: I've heard this. Gail, does he have a, a twinkle in his eye towards her that you have not seen about anybody else?
3: I don't know, because I've watched them very carefully now. Yeah. I mean, to the point where they're so happy I wrote this. It's almost annoying. But um, <laughs> I'm serious. If well, I hear any more wedding or n- whatever they're doing talk, I'm just, you know, it's making me cranky, but I'm staring at them all the time to see if I see what's different. <laughs> <laughs> and well, and, hey, I, and you listen know. to this. She isn't the prettiest one. But here's the other thing that's interesting. He just, he's turning 62. He's not going out with the pretty young girls anymore that he used to go out with. And they're getting increasingly kind of plain because I see every one of them.
0: So I think he's
3: getting very worried. You know, to get the cute young girls, you have to make, you know, at least $200,000 a year, which he isn't making. So I think that he I'll take he's getting... You're good for a 100 i will
2: take
3: $100,000. I'm like, at my, I'm at one fifty is my entry level. But I think that... Uh, I think that he just started getting very worried. So,
0: well, I think um, uh, that would make a lot of sense, Gail. I think that uh, probably in his case, he felt, you know, there's those accomplishments in life and those those kind of earmarks, and especially if he's never been married. Um, I've
3: been married. He has been married.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, he may be feeling that, like you said, that pinch of I'm this age and and this, um, you know, why did he do it? Uh, he he. It just may have seemed good to him at the time. Anybody well,
3: said, who date, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Anybody who dates that much and and goes and makes it obviously, you know, they they tend to obviously like not necessarily instant gratification, but really like feel good stuff.
3: Right. And
0: uh, I think that uh, that that may have the the whole married idea may may feel good to him.
3: I think he's into the concept of it now. Yes. I think he's yes. as conceptually interested in marriage as he is in her.
0: Yes. So, uh, well, I and, think, and I know a lot of girls who are that way, young, in their early twenties. They're 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 in love with the idea of getting married, not necessarily the guy that they're talking about.
3: Yeah. Well, my other friend. Now, here's another thing I think that triggers men heart attack. My other yes. friend that dated every woman in the contiguous United States, fifty states. He recently, I mean, this is sad. Had you know, cancer treatment, mm-hmm. and I even said to him, "I said you're going to be married in the next six months," because I like, think that just scared the sh- the crap out of you yeah. <laughs>
0: right him. You, you're right the first time. You're right the first time. life-changing yeah. times, life-changing moments will definitely do that, and and it'll it'll tend to make people grab, gravitate towards, um, you know, uh, towards needing something. Well, terrified.
3: I mean, the funniest line every any man ever asked me, I'm serious, and this is a man who was 70, I was dating, he's like, what would you do, I think this is the new mar- marriage proposal, what would you do if you found me lying on the bathroom floor? I mean, there's well, the right answer. dressed or naked? <laughs> Well, there's a the right answer. And my, you know, like calling your, you know, calling your lawyer. I mean, the right answer is like call 911. I mean, I think men get very afraid of lying on the bathroom floor.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, God, I, what do you I, think? Well, Gail, I, I can't say I've ever been that worried about lying on the bathroom floor. And I have lied there before. So, um, I mean, things I down had, on the
3: bathroom floor.
0: Yeah, I, I have not, uh, hadn't had somebody, um, had to worry about making that call yet. Gail? You have been a, a blast to talk to. We would actually like to have you on again. Yes. We've got another guest coming on in a few minutes. Uh, our ladies are loving you. Can I get in touch with you in the next couple of weeks? We'd love to have you on again.
3: Oh, yeah, that would be great.
0: And um, it has been a pleasure to have you on with us. And uh, look forward to have you on again.
3: That'd be great. I hope I didn't talk too much. No, that was you great.
0: perfect, Gail. That's hey. We'll make sure we make more time, Gail. Thank you so much. We're gonna take another break. You're listening to the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave, and we'll be right back on the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave, on the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk and uh, a lively first half hour and uh, we look forward to a great second half hour and we are very very honored to have with us today Lori Fanning. Lori is actually a retired army officer um, who had three combat operations um, on her resume. She's a decorated shoulder. She has written a book um, and I'm gonna let her tell us about it. 101 hilarious reasons to stay married and I like it, and I think it's something that everybody should know. Laurie, thank you for being with us. It's a pleasure to have you here on the John Banks Show.
1: Thank you so much. It is a great pleasure to be with you all.
0: Well, the Laurie, can you kind of tell me how this how this book came about? What what in your life kind of kind of got you going to put this together?
1: Well, you know, like you said, after three wars, it puts a few things in perspective for you. And in, in looking at my marriage, and having been redeployed from war, and going through the readjustment phases, I knew I wasn't the only one going through those phases. So it became a note to self to stay married, and it became a running joke with my husband now. We're just going to try to stay married to Tuesday. <laughs> 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 There's nothing special about Tuesday, John. Nothing.
0: <laughs> nothing. I got so, you. I got yeah, you. So
1: from a note to self, it has become in an, an entire movement. I'm simply amazed. At the response that we're getting, because it's 101 hilarious. It's H E A L.
0: That, that's how I'll bad a reader yet. I am. I thought that's right. what it was, but I didn't want to <laughs> say it wrong, Lori. I apologize, but I, no, no. Um, but you're
1: yeah. right. The thing is, most people think it's hilarious because it is. It is a very funny book, and and if we look at most of our marriages in a lighthearted way, it can be a very funny experience. And Hopefully. I looked at my fellow soldiers that are coming back. And with our, your average couple's divorce rate being over 50%, and then you take into the, (laughs) into account, you have combat situations now. And taking care of my fellow soldiers was front and foremost on, in my thoughts initially. So the book is designed to fit into the military cargo pocket. And our Uh vision was to share this with soldiers and families that were going through what we'd been through three times and i don't think we live through it just to keep it a secret so that it is to heal us really and the book is going to become a series is this is hilarious reasons to stay married we're also looking at hilarious reasons to love your kid and on the flip side is hilarious reasons to love your parents so sure. we're we're the, the thing that brought the book about was simply trying to just make it to tuesday <laughs> Well, and it became a, you know, yeah, it was so many reasons. Friends said, you need to package this. This is just so funny. And I own a workforce development company, a personal development company. And they said, Lori, your workshops are so funny. You have to get this stuff written down. So Lori, my can, company. Mm-hmm, go go
0: ahead. Ahead. Where can they find out about where can they find the book, one, and where can they find uh, your company?
1: They can find a book, for one, at my West Metro Chamber of Commerce, who I, I work so closely with. Over the last right. couple of years, I have books available in the Metro Center there on 12th Street in West Columbia. And you don't right. even have to leave the house. You can pull up Educamp Services, which is my company, EDU, as in Employee Development University, EDU Camp Services with an S, dot com. That's Educamp dot com. On the services page you can purchase the book right there online and it'll be mailed to you and our price point is 1095 so that every single couple from a private to a general from someone who's unemployed to someone who owns the company can afford the book because I think every marriage is that important to us that we've packaged this book in a way that everyone can relate to it because you'll see yourself in it no matter where you are in that marriage and we have a lot of couples who are getting it as a bridal shower gift or a bachelor party gift that type thing before they're married because it's a nice look at things to come I was just going to ask
2: would this be a good book for those of us thinking we're going to be getting married soon
1: it absolutely would because you sit around with your girlfriends and they're saying oh yeah you'll find this oh yeah you'll see that that'll happen and the book is designed to not nag men if you flip on the men's side of the book it says, stay married because once at the top of the page, because they don't like you to repeat anything to them. You know, they take that personally.
5: That's
1: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> on the women's side of the book, it is repeated each time simply because we're talkers. Mm-hmm. And so it is designed as to the way we think. And after every few reasons, you'll even find a scripture, simply because my husband is the religious driver here in our house, and we make sure we, we listen and he leads because there are scriptures in the book that pertain to marriage because we want to make sure we touch that core foundation that this marriage institution is built upon and we could touch that and also be funny and let you look at marriage in a more lighthearted way because when you're coming from war the last thing you need is someone pounding you across the head with something serious and and something that doesn't allow you room to appreciate your spouse and to interact with them and and have a, a good time so the book has allowed us let couples complement each other because in the middle there's a the place where you meet and you think of your own yep. hilarious reason.
0: You know, um, I, I can uh, very much relate, uh, Laurie, to your to your purpose. Um, unfortunately, uh, I come from a long line of divorces in my family, and a lot. And uh, one of my reasons um, for not wanting to have children actually was that you know my goal was to stay married, and right. um, it, it is a, it is daily work. Um, it is not something that comes easy daily, um, and laughter does help. And uh, reading some of your your things, uh, number seventy five, uh, I thought was funny. Stay married because a divorce mean would mean his mom wins. <laughs> <laughs> I that was pretty that's good.
1: Loss. That's so often the case.
0: Yeah, well, uh, and, it, um, you and, and this. Uh, another one uh, fits very nicely. Stay married because he's not perfect, and no, we're not, but he's perfect for you. There you go. And, and there's, there's, uh, I tell you, it's a very, it's a very good read, laurie And uh, I actually picked this up probably about four months ago here at the office, and and kind of was reading through it and really enjoying it. And uh, when I started doing the show, I I looked over and saw it and I said, you know. Uh, Really like to have Laurie on and and tell her. Now, Laurie, the two two ladies here in the studio with me, one is um, one is engaged uh, recently after about three years, and the other is um, working on that (laughs) after about a a nine as a nine year relationship. And um, like like Gina says, what advice do you give those those gals?
1: Well, you know what, the one who is engaged—that's me, Tiffany. Tiffany, congratulations to you. Thank you. And the one who's in a nine-year relationship and working on that, Mm -hmm. after you've been married 19 years, guess what you'll be? Still working on that. (laughs) Well, you know, it's a very long story. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it is all a work in progress.
2: I, I would agree with that, and that is actually what I've told my other half. We were engaged no longer engaged but still together
1: right
2: and that's one of the things it's 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 always going to be a work in progress it's, there's no nirvana in my opinion you might have maybe a year of nirvana and then the next year's not so great mm-hmm. and and on and on and on from there i think that's just called life
1: i uh, think you need to work you need to work on settling the seconds of nirvana you don't get a year of nirvana in this game <laughs> this marriage game and one of the reasons says stay married because marriage is like disney it has exhilarating highs and chilling lows and it's the happiest place on earth
5: Mm-hmm. And that's and a
1: perfect has, analogy i love that well we put a little thought into this <laughs> 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 after 21 years of marriage there are still days he looks over at me and he's wondering do i know her and I was
4: going to say, I'm sure that every couple probably looks at each other at one point, one looks at the other and
1: goes, why am I with you? Right. <laughs> so we, we made this a handy little pocket guy. So when you, you're just so sick of your spouse, you slip through here and you find one more reason to hang in. It. And, the, and the book actually says that. It's to give people just one more reason to hang in there because sometimes you just need one more reason to hang in there when so much so much in the world tell you you don't need his crap. Mm-hmm. You don't need her crap. You don't have to take that. And one and another reason. Your girlfriend who's telling you you don't have to take his crap really won't take you in when you leave him. Oh, yeah. Because everybody tells you what is good for your relationship, but no one knows that person behind closed doors the way you know them. Definitely.
0: And there seems so there, there seems so much negative. And uh, I think when all of us talk about relationships, unfortunately, just like most of the news, we tend to talk about the bad things and the things that are frustrating to us. And um, I know one of the uh, ladies that we talked about a situation here on the show, You know, her response about some of her girlfriends is, you know, gosh, I don't know if I want to get into relationships because everything I hear about them is bad. You know, right. and I think we too often not say the good things that make our relationships good. And um, I think as, a, as, as people, you know, we need to be more positive about our relationships because generally they're a lot better than what we'll put on because generally we talk mostly about, well, what's wrong. We're going to take a, a break right here, if you can stay with us, Laurie. Um, we're sure. going to take a break right here. Again, you're listening to The John Bank Show, Bringing Man Out of the Cave. And uh, we'll be right back on the Zeus Radio Network for com. Hi, we're back on the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave of the Zeus Radio Network and hearwomentalk.com. Uh, we are honored today to have Lori Fanning here with us today talking about her book, 101 hilarious reasons to stay married and there's actually on the backside is one for men too. So there's one for men, one for women uh, that tell you and um, uh, Laurie uh, has put together a good book, is trying to get this out and and also work with the military to get this and soldiers are actually built size wise to do that. One thing I really thought uh, ladies would fit you is stay married because I read that married women live longer than their husbands do. <laughs> hmm. Gina, I thought, you know, that, that's just only a hum out of you. Usually there's, well,
2: there's I, I, I would agree with that, but first I need to get married to stay married. <laughs> and they also say that married men
4: live longer than single men.
1: That's yes, true, and that's one of the reasons in the book. It says stay married because married men live longer than their supposedly happy single friend. Mm hmm. Probably because they eat better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, the uh, uh, number 51 stay married because finding another man with good credit would take the patience of Job. So,
1: Especially today.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the, with all this, <laughs> this interdate. Go ahead, Laura. So there,
1: there, there are several reasons that are just really funny reasons, but there's never anything malicious. There's never anything that is finger pointing or mean, because we found so many negative ways to approach each other. We have to find more positive ways to talk about each other.
0: You know, and Laurie, I, in, in reading so many of these, it seems so many of them are actually talking to the reader instead of talking about something else. Otherwise, right. little reminders to to the to the the it, be the man, the woman, to um, reminders of why. You know the balance and I, you know, I've known a lot of friends who have gone through divorce, and who, um, you know, and I've seen them go through some very miserable times. And I've had even a few turn to me and said, you know, I, I messed up. I should have never let let this happen. And I think that, uh, you know, when you work on it and keep it good, uh, then you won't be having those type of regrets later on. And again, you know, the little the little silver linings. Um, we'll tell you what a day is. And and like you say, making it to the next day is important.
1: I'm glad you picked up on that that rhythm because the rhythm was to say, okay, one more reason to be thankful, one more reason to be thankful, one more reason to hang in there. And you picked up the fact that I was not only giving you a reason, I was giving you an an internal look without being a finger-pointing person and say you should be thankful for him or her because of this. And the book, in turn, allows couples to interact. You can have a workshop or a group, and in the middle of the book, couples can sit and do one-on-one thinking of their own hilarious reasons, men could get together and think of hilarious reasons from their perspective. So the book is really an interactive piece that allows you to show an appreciation for your spouse without it being a very harsh and and, and finger-pointing type thing. And what we found is that it's so much easier to say how much you appreciate me and laughing than to walk up to your husband and finger point, and say, "You don't tell me you love me. You don't bring me flowers." <laughs> well, you know, one of the reasons you stay married is because she understands that a car wash really means I love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, I got to do you know, more car washes then. Uh, so she'll, you, she'll you, know you
1: develop the language. I'm yeah. telling you.
0: Well, I, I, one thing I one thing I'll say, and I don't know if it's in the book, I'll, I'll tell you. And uh, some of the things, ladies, we've been talking about with some of the dating and and some of our mature dating things. I'm glad I'm married because I don't want to be dating out of that world today.
1: Yes yes.
0: <laughs> I would say well <laughs> I didn't know that. Stay, I, yes. I that yes, would definitely be Go ahead. definitely be on the top of my list.
1: Yeah, I mean stay married because dating comes with a lot more complications than you remember. And, and it's and, nice uh, when you just when you already
4: know somebody. Mm-hmm. You don't have to learn all those things about them again, all their yeah. all the little nuances of their personality.
1: I mean, something as simple as, I mean, this is deadly but true. It says stay married because that new lover learning curve can be deadly. Mm,
2: I would agree with that. Well it's said.
1: Different. I like that. And, I mean, well, and, and it's simple things like that that ring true that'll just kind of take you to a place of telling your spouse that you appreciate them without it being such a big deal And and it gets said. And you can't tell me reasons to stay married to me without showing me some appreciation.
0: Well, um, Laura, we actually have a caller on the line. Uh, Dustin, can we pull up? Is it Raiden?
5: Yes, it's Raven. Raven hey, hey,
0: Raven, how are you? Hey. Welcome to the John Banks Show.
5: Well, thank you for having me. Um, quite a few comments I have. I like your show, number one. the first time I've listened and tuned in. Thank and, you. And, um, <clears throat> like, uh, the conversation that's going on and I can't hear my voice on the computer <laughs> <laughs> talk he, he, at the same time.
0: Th- that's um, okay.
5: But uh, as far as relationships, what I term it as the the new normal, uh, things are changing all over the place including relationships um, and uh, for instance, uh, women are now bread because their spouse is no longer working, uh, things of that general nature. And to allow a little bit more uh, tolerance in what's going on in this world inside your own relationship. And I like that you were talking about uh, thinking of why you got married The gratitude list um, all those types of things are gentle reminders of why you're in that relationship and um, people change and to go along with the ebb and the flow of that change I think is important and to communicate I think is essential communication is the most
0: essential thing I think there is in a relationship. Raven, I, I, I totally agree with you and especially in today's times and, and with the economy like it is and, and some of the points you mentioned are are A on point. And I, I think, you know, you, you I would use the term I guess tolerance and and realize that people do change and, and their lives change and, and their spirits can go up and down and whatever you can do to to uh, Work with that spouse. I always tell the the ladies we're cutting up that that you know you got to be your spouse's biggest fan, and and that means accepting them as they are and accepting them when they have troubled times and 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 they they change and and try to work within that.
5: I call it the raw raw team. You know, being their raw rah team. Yeah. And and their best friend you know um, to me a spouse is your best friend and uh, you know best friends have good times and they have bad times and if you took what was it uh, your best friend relationship and entered it into your 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 spousal relationship you might be surprised what would happen because you do things, you're more tolerant sometimes of your best friend than you are of your own
0: spouse. I, I, I amen, and that's, a, that's that's a really good way to put that. Because I think that I think often we do give our best our friends more um, more space uh, to think about that, and and I I think that's a great idea. Um, I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, Raven, thank you. We, we appreciate you calling and, and being a part of the show and, and thank you for listening. Uh, tell your friends and, and keep joining us here on the John Banks Show. Um, you're getting a lot of amens on the, on the chat there, Raven. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Laurie, again, could you give us the information about where to get your book and, um, where to find, uh, your group?
1: Sure. The website is www.educamp services with an s dot com that's educampservices.com and you'll find the book on the services page and you can order there as well as the west metro chamber on 12th street in west columbia they are available there if you're out and about and my office is also on Knox Abbott drive 989 Knox Abbott drive suite 109 because my professional and personal development company they're available through me as I am in and out of the office doing workshops and in and out of town. I like to have it available in some stationary places. And we have done this price point, like I said, at ten ninety five, so that everyone can afford it. So that's why I'm not doing the Amazons and the Barnes and Nobles because for those storefronts, I'd have to charge so much more for the book. And it's oh, yes. more important to me to get the message out there than it is, you know, for it to be a, some, some mega money thing. So well, what I'm Lord. focused on. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Laurie, the wonderful thing about it is you are on the Internet, which means you have people in Chicago listening. You have people all over the world listening. So uh, we're going to get your word out. And uh, what we'll do is we'll try to get you to join our Hear Women Talk um interactive radio and you'll actually be uh it's a social network and a great place to be and a number of our chatters have um requested some information and we'll get that email out to them uh laurie want to thank you so much for for being on with us uh keep going in your hard work keep us up to date uh with what you're doing and any way we can help and uh we so greatly appreciate you being on with us and um we look forward to talking with you soon
1: all right, I certainly appreciate you all inviting me. And, Thank you. And you're welcome, those married, ladies. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Anita. <laughs> right, well, well, I do, it, at least.
0: Thanks, <laughs> thanks, again. thanks again, Laurie. Bye, Lori. Well, ladies, it's been a, a good day here on the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, it wouldn't be this without you. And uh, uh, thanks, Dustin, for doing your job in there. And uh, thank our, our guests today, made it uh, a very easy and fun day. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again next week on the John Bank Show, Bring Your Man Out of the Cave. Uh, you can hear us from 2 to 3. Don't forget, Ms. Gina Tramarco on the Martini Meeting on Thursdays, Gina, I believe, from 2.30, 3.30?
2: That is correct.
0: Wonderful. We look forward to uh, listening to everyone on Hear Women Talk. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you next week on the John Baggs Show. Bring him man out of the cave for the Zeus Radio Network and hearwomentalk.com.
5: Bye-bye. Bye.